Hey, I'm Ashley McGee. I'm a health coach, military officer, and military spouse. I'm passionate about helping military women live their happiest and most abundant lives by improving their health. If you're looking for actionable tips and tricks to get healthier while balancing your hectic life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. All right, so I am very excited this week because I get to talk to uh, my new friend, Christina Hall, and we're going to be talking about all things wellness and health. And I mean, let's be honest, it's all of our favorite subjects. So Christina, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Can't wait to talk to you about all the topics here. And yeah, (laughs) I I love sharing and, you know, having a conversation about it and, and be really open and hopefully giving some new ideas, new perspectives to people. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever find yourself like having to take a beat and be like, I, I'm going to just put my coach hat on really quick before I just word vomit at you just to prepare you. <laughs> yes. Uh, many times I feel like, like every time when I post on social media and I know that it's like going to overwhelm people or mm-hmm. be really provocative, you know, in some respect, I'm like, all right, watch out. This is a yeah. post. It's probably going to stir you up. So just FYI, if you don't want it, just skip it. I love that. So I do always like to start with my guests by asking, you know, what is your connection to the military? Yes. So I am still, even though my husband is retired now, a military spouse Mm -hmm. of 16 years. My husband was in the army for 22 years, two months, 13 days, and a couple hours. (laughs) But who's counting? counting. <laughs> no, he's he's actually counting. That's the funny part. He was ready to get out, while I was like, "Come on, do a, a few more years." And he's like, "No, I'm done." Wow. So, what was it about the like the lifestyle that you that appealed to you? So, my I'm originally from Germany. If you haven't heard the accent yet, it's gonna come out. Um, and we. I met him while he was stationed there. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up very sheltered, almost in a very small town in Germany, mm-hmm. very stationary. We don't move around. We don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also very timid and shy. And <laughs> pretty funny, my English teacher actually told me that I should never go to a country or have a job where I have to speak English. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, you know, I met my husband and, oh, man, he's American. So I kind of have to speak English because he doesn't know another language. And uh, then in 2010, I moved here. And I mean, my, my whole world was opened up to so many more opportunities. Like you guys have no idea how America is um, portrayed in other countries. Mm -hmm. But I just I fell in love with it. It took me quite a few years to be really honest because we were stationed in Texas in a <laughs> military town so it's not necessarily the states and they're presenting you know the states mm-hmm. um but now I'm like how can anyone else live otherwise you know yeah. um getting the opportunity to meet new people getting the opportunity to be to have that that community of the military is mm-hmm. is so hard to explain but it's so special like you don't know yeah. people, but you know them and totally. you are there for them no matter what, you know, there's, there's no thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if someone needs help, they, they, they can borrow your car. They, you pick them up in the middle of the night from an hour away. Like it doesn't matter. You're just there, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
So I love that aspect of it. And I also love the opportunity to, to move around. I mean, you pretty much get to move around, not technically for free, but mm -hmm. where they move the stuff for you. Like yeah. when you usually get that opportunity and get a new scenery and also the opportunity for yourself to, if you don't necessarily, you know, moving to Texas, I had not really an idea and mm -hmm. I was just exposed to it all. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like a lot of things because it was a culture class clash, yeah. like, like nothing else. But <laughs> I had, it gave me the opportunity to get another perspective on things, to learn mm -hmm. a different side of how people live, what people do, what their focus is. And that helped me to refocus who I am, what mm -hmm. I, what I'm standing for. And mm -hmm. that is just so, I'm so grateful for that. I love that. And I think it's really cool that you bring that up too, because I, so often I feel like with kind of the, the military lifestyle, there's focus on either one aspect or the other. We talk about the good stuff or we talk about the hard stuff, but it yeah. really, it, there, there's both. And, you know, if you're willing to accept the opportunity to grow, there's such a huge opportunity for, for growth and, and personal development in that journey. Yes. And you and the most important fact, like I said, I grew up very sheltered. I'm a mm -hmm. spoiled second kid. My my sister's nine years older than me. Mm. And you definitely learn to be independent and do all the things. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> That's so true. You have to. So so uh now you know you're in the the health and wellness space. What what was that journey like for you? How did you end up uh in the space? Yes. Again, I have to go back to my German self. <laughs> when totally. I was um, 10 years old, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease mm. and a chronic pain condition. Um, mm. the, the autoimmune disease is Hashimoto's, if anybody's interested. And the mm. um, chronic pain had to do with, I had or have still scoliosis. And wow. it's, it's like the bending in your spine where it shouldn't be. And mine is bent in two areas, like um, down below in the lumbar area and then in my neck. So both mm -hmm. areas where it's like, yeah, probably not the best place. Mm -hmm. And so you grow up and pretty much you're told at that age that you're going to be dependent on medication your, for the rest of your life. It's not fixable. It's not curable. We can just manage pain and the symptoms, but you will always have it. And if you're lucky, um, you won't need surgery, but it's very likely that you will have surgery for both of the conditions. Mm. Um, and, you know, I started asking questions around 16, 17 years old, because in Germany, we went to a lot of doctors. The healthcare system is a little different. Mm -hmm. um, and my mom was very into the holistic natural approach. So we went to naturopaths, um, chiropractors, all of those. And they always said, you know, you have to change your, your diet. You have to do this. You can't do that sport. You have to pretty much live in a bubble, no stress, um, do this all the time. And I'm like, man, that is just like restrictions all over. I'm 16, you know, mm -hmm. what do you want? Like, I can't do that. Or mm -hmm. I, I can, let, let me rephrase that. I can, I just didn't want to, because it was, right. it was a lot of work, like just dumped on you. Right. When you're used to something else for so long um and then at 18 19 20 
I had uh, three herniated discs to the point where one of my discs was almost gone in my mm. back. And again, like it was so painful that I remember like one time my dad had to drive me to the emergency room because I could not move. Like my, my head was on my shoulder and every little movement was just painful. And I'm like, slow down driving. There's mm. like every little bump would aggravate it. And then he sat in the, the hospital for like three hours just for them to give me like eight injections, like all over my back. Mm. And I still waited. I think another three hours before I felt any type of relief wow. and I'm like there has to be something else and that's mm -hmm. like what started my journey and like what else is there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so pretty hands-on at that time if you know anything about me you know I am a stickler when it comes to my food quality that's why I love Primal Kitchen. They make it easy to incorporate healthy fats and clean collagen into my meals, offering everything from avocado mayo to keto chai tea. If you want to check them out, use my code ASHMCGEECOACH to get 10% off your first order. That's ASHMCGEECOACH for 10% off your first order. Wow. So now then... You, you kind of foreshadowed a little bit saying they said I'd be relying on medication. They said I'd be relying on these things. Clearly you are, and obviously this is an audio format, but you know, seeing you like you're, you look like you're thriving. So what, what has happened? What have you learned that's allowed you to, um, you know, manage these conditions that you have? I, I learned a lot of things. Yes, you're right. I don't take any medication. I didn't have any surgery and I'm symptom and pain free. Amazing. And yes. And, and one other thing, like they told me that I probably might not be able to become a mom like early mm -hmm. on because of mm -hmm. the hormonal things going on. And also because of how my body based on my spine was with the um, misalignment of my hips and, mm -hmm. and everything like internally. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a daughter who's five and she's thriving and I'm like, yeah, don't, don't tell me what I can, or I can't do. Um, but amazing. what I really learned, yeah, is that it, it's a holistic approach for me. Like mm -hmm. it has to do with your mindset. Like, do you believe, what do you believe? Do you believe that this is your life or do you believe that there's something better mm -hmm. first thing? And I know that sounds really like spiritual and like, woo -woo but everything starts with your mindset. If you're not into it, totally. nobody can do anything for you. You have Absolutely. to do it. And then, and I like that quote, I don't know if I quoted right, but if you believe it, you can do it or you can have it, you know, it's, it's my, my thing. And then I researched because again, I, I love my diet coming from Germany. We have a bakery on every corner. <laughs> so I love my carbs and I love my cakes and my sweets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I eat you know I adjusted over the, the time but I still still eat them and I didn't want to ban them you know out of my my life a lot of things that I learned is when you feed your body what it needs then your body can heal itself or can you know make make things work without being in pain um and I learned a lot of things like especially with the autoimmune that everything starts in your gut and if your mm -hmm. gut is not healthy, then you can do whatever, like, like little things that no doctor will tell you. But if you had just one antibiotic treatment in your life, it's your gut. If everything is great and, and 
you know, perfect condition. Like you eat the right things. Um, you don't have a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. You work out, you sleep well. All of this is in alignment, right? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Then you still need six to 12 months for your gut to recover from that treatment. Yeah. And like, look at what times we live in where everything is, is just stress and we're running around and hustling and all the toxins we're exposed to every day. So how do you think your gut is healthy? Like just impossible. You have to do something for it. So those are the the things that I learned that, that really helped me in my journey. Wow. Yeah. No gut health is so hugely important. And it seems like we are seeing a shift now, especially with all the research that's out there about, you know, the gut brain connection, it's like 80% of your immune system is housed in your gut. It makes a huge difference as far as your, your overall health. And I'm one of those that I, I do regular like gut microbiome tests about once every six months, just as check in and see like, mm-hmm. how, how are things looking? <laughs> yep. Yep. A fun fact. And I know we're getting like, I don't know, you're going to cringe. I don't know, but I have to say, because I just learned that fact and I find it so interesting. Like, uh, that if your gut is like clogged, like your intestines and not, you know, in this, in the rhythm and whatever, then you can have up to 33 pounds more weight just through that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Weight. Yep. Like it's crazy. Yeah. That's, um, well, I mean, it makes sense though, with how long your intestines are, how much basically yeah. real estate it has in your body. But yeah, that's something that I, I talk about a lot with like, elimination and limiting inflammation and helping your body detox. And yeah, it all comes back to whether or not you're giving your body the tools it needs to work properly, not even optimally. Most of us aren't giving the tools it needs to work properly in the first place. Yep. Totally agree. So, so the, the biggest change as far as, um, managing your, your conditions have been basically prioritizing your, your gut health and how you're eating. Is that correct? Okay. So, and you talked a lot about mindset. Mm-hmm. What, what came first for you? Was it really digging into the mindset and getting passionate about that aspect of it? Or was it getting passionate about, okay, what changes do you need to make? Did you have to be open to the changes before you could make them? Oh, a hundred percent. Really funny because I was a person very negative of course like but that's the other side if you don't feel well mm-hmm. you're not your mind is not gonna you know behave or or have positive thoughts either because you're constantly in pain you're constantly told you can't do this you can't have that so totally. how can you be positive right and then also like what you said the the gut brain axis like your brain a lot of your brain is actually in the gut like totally. people don't know that so <laughs> um but for me so i i kind of understood more about my health and that I had to do something. And then I think the first thing, because I was, like I said, really negative. I was pointing fingers at others. I blamed everything on everybody else, mm. on, on people, on the situation, why things didn't work out for me, why I'm sick, all of it, right? I wanted someone to come fix it for me mm. so that I didn't have to do anything. And I just sat there and I'm like, come on, there has to be like a miracle drug or a miracle person that can just swing their thoughts and everything's great, right? Mm-hmm. And then the first question that came up, and I 
can't tell you how it came up, but it was in my mind um, constantly. And I think because at that point, I, because of my health stuff, I had a really good friend from Germany and she was also into the personal development stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I got, you know, more connected to her and saw her posts and what she talked about. And then the first question that came up for me was, what is happiness? And then I asked myself, am I happy? Like, what, what does it take for me to be happy? And I sat there and I didn't have an answer. Mm. Like, I literally did not know what it was. So I went on Google and typed in, what is happiness? <laughs> like, really straightforward. <laughs> and I found this book. Um, it's called The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. It, it was like my first step into that whole personal development mindset um, wow. arena, I guess, that started everything. And one of the things, you know, I learned from, from that was that, yeah, I create my happiness. So I actually, you know, have to read or change what I'm thinking, what I'm putting in myself, like nutrition-wise or thought-wise or mm -hmm. who I'm surrounding myself with and all of that. And it, it did not happen overnight. Like I still have like setbacks, even now, you know, being on that journey for over seven years now, mm -hmm. I'm still getting sometimes have to pull myself back and think, hey, nobody else's fault. It's you. You have to take mm -hmm. the action, right? Mm -hmm. um, but at least now I know and can pivot. Yeah, I think that's, I, I, I love that you brought that up and where you started to with kind of focusing on all these external factors, right? And, you know, yeah. this is this being recorded in December of 2020. And I think that 2020 has been this year where, people want to point to everything externally that's wrong, specifically COVID, right? And what that's doing. And obviously, like, think, things are hard for a lot yeah. of people. Um, there's real struggling occurring, and I don't want to minimize that. But I think people lose sight that they always have choice. And so this, you know, given kind of the environment we're in, what what would be your advice to people that are looking for their starting place, looking for the reset to kind of say, because I think I think some people feel like 2021 is going to, you know, we're going to switch from December 31st to January 1st and suddenly everything's going to be fine. And I don't think that's going to happen. So what, what are the actions that people can take to make sure that 2021 isn't a repeat of the choices they've made in 2020? I would say to really go inward and figure out for yourself what you really want. Mm. And that's, that's another thing. Like, I, again, I ask myself that question too. I ask it constantly because I'm constantly evolving and things change, you know, COVID happens and mm -hmm. military happens. So it's definitely not. And I think that that's another factor of the military that oh, you yeah. just, you were told that you had to go. There was no other choice. So you yep. have to make it work. And that yeah. really helped me too. But you know, asking what you want. And a lot of people and myself included, I come up with what I don't want, mm. but that's not going to get me anywhere because mm -hmm. then I'm just, again, wooey. And then I'm just focusing on that and attracting more of that in my life instead totally. of really figuring out what do I want? What do I want out of that next year? How mm. do I want to feel that next year? Mm -hmm. um, where do I want to be at the end of the year? And 
not necessarily like when it comes, I, I love that you said the 31st December and then 1st of January, everything works out great. You set your new resolutions, like this year I'm gonna work out a half this bikini figure, whatever bikini figure this definition is, right, for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I love that, you know, you put on a bikini and that's your bikini figure, that's it. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you you really, you still, it's you. You have to take action. Mm -hmm. You have to make the changes and don't overwhelm yourself with this that, that big resolution. Like um, just because it's so big every, every January, like mm -hmm. going to the gym the first three months or losing 60 pounds the first three months. No, look at what, what can I change? No, instead of um, just drinking soda every day, mm -hmm. try to drink soda every other day mm -hmm. and then reduce it slowly over time. Don't, yeah. don't set any ridiculous goals, but then figure out how do I want to feel while, while I'm doing things. And that's, mm -hmm. that's a big one that I did last year for myself or beginning of this year is with everything I'm doing, I want to feel excitement and joy. If it doesn't excite me, I'm not going to pursue it. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't bring me joy, then I'm not going to pursue it. And joy is so much more than happiness. It's such that you know, you can be happy and you can be sad, but even if you're sad, you still have joy in your life. Mm -hmm. You're just, you know, doing that. And then also my, my favorite thing, and it's so simple again, be grateful, figure out three things in the morning when you get up, before you get up, when you're laying back, you open your eyes, you're like, what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. And if you can figure out something, then start with, hey, I'm breathing. Hey, I woke up, you yep. know. The, the bigger things and you will find little things and then everything just becomes more positive because mm -hmm. you get to get go up um and also you know words that, that goes into like words that you should definitely kick out of your vocabulary own vocabulary that's the word thank you uh -huh. um like you know but or i have to mm -hmm. you don't just I is another to. one I, I hate. <laughs> just, yes, or only, it's only whatever. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. you are so perfect. You are unique. You have a purpose in this life. You have, you're here for a reason. You, there's like one in what, 300 million that you were born? Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. you're, you are unique and you're just right the way you are. Just figure out what you want to do. And there's so many, like, especially with COVID, Go online. There are so many people here that want mm -hmm. to help you. Um, mm -hmm. Google University is free. You know, <laughs> figure out things. Um, and literally, you can do anything. It's just really figuring out what you actually want to do and what you're willing to do to get it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I don't. I don't even know how I can follow that up. That uh, I just. I I love that you know, this conversation has been, I think, equal parts motivation and a little bit of a kick in the butt, which, uh, that's, that's totally my jam when it comes to coaching. I, I love the, uh, you know, Hey, I, I got your back. I'm going to support you, but I'm also going to tell you when like, you're making excuses for yourself. So I, I really hope that, you know, people listen to this and, and take action, like make the decision to, to change something, knowing that that's in their power. You know, I, I love Tom Holland. He's a, um, not Spider-Man, but the, the fitness expert, 
uh, you know, always says we can control three things, you know, what we put in our mouth, how much we move and our attitude. And I think that that's, you know, truer than ever. So, uh, thank you so much for just, you know, putting, putting out those, the good vibes and the motivation, um, but also speaking some truth. So, uh, if people want to learn more from you, where can they find you? Yes, I have one more thing because you, what you just said, when you wake <laughs> up, you look at yourself in the mirror, you can see two things, the problem or the solution, and you mm. decide what you want to see. I love that. So, yeah, I, I, I just, I know I heard it so many times before, but really yesterday I heard it again and I'm like, yeah, that's right, because I needed the kick in the butt. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I just got goosebumps. Too. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to find me online, um, literally, joy fuel living, mm-hmm. because I want to fuel people with joy and nothing else. Mm. Um, well, um, a few other things, but that's first and foremost. <laughs> and you just put it into Google, put it on Instagram, um, put it on Facebook. You'll find me, and you can follow me there. Um, I'm an open book. Happy to answer any questions or you know, share what I know. I have a huge book list. If anybody's interested in personal development, mindset work, um, if they want to do some self-study, happy to share that. I love that. And of course, I'll have all of your links in the show notes as well. So people can find them there. But Christina, again, thank you so much. This was such a fun interview and I just gold. I think people will get a lot out of this and, um, and I hope they, they take action. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. I'm really grateful to be on your show. And yeah, if I can do anything for anybody, just reach out. Happy to help and support where I can. You've just finished another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. If you like the show, can you do me a favor? Go rate and review it. I would really appreciate it. And once you do, post a picture and tag at Ash McGee Coach so I can shout you out. Talk to you next week.